Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 17 of Soul Food titled Zakat. In this episode, we're going to cover the importance of zakat. We'll talk about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's promise of increase. And finally, we'll talk about giving zakat out of love. We're continuing to look at the divine lights of the prophetic way by Imam al-Sha'rani. And we covered several chapters about the prayer, about the salah, and the various types of special prayers. Now we're moving on to the other acts of worship. And the next pillar of practice is zakat, is the alms tax. And it's important to know that without even one of the pillars of Islam, the building collapses. And unfortunately, a lot of people are not educated enough about zakat. And in a nutshell, at a very general level, zakat is giving 2.5% of your savings, of your remaining wealth, every Hijri year, the Islamic calendar year, which is 11 days shorter than the Gregorian calendar. So in other words, whatever wealth you have left over after a full Hijri year, you pay 2.5% of that in zakat. It's actually very easy. And alhamdulillah, now there are a lot of resources about zakat. But you have to spend time learning about it because it's a very serious obligation. And inshallah, we'll have a link in the show notes to the comprehensive zakat reader by Seeker's Guidance, which has a lot of articles and questions and answers about zakat that will be very helpful in giving you an understanding of zakat, inshallah ta'ala. When we look at the Qur'an, there are so many verses where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala couples the mention of establishing the prayer and paying the zakat, which shows that these two things are closely related. They're both pillars of Islam. Allah will often say, Establish the prayer and pay the zakat. Establish the prayer and pay the zakat. It's so important that Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu, the caliph after the Prophet Muhammad, he fought against those people who claimed to be Muslim but refused to pay the zakat. It's that serious. He would never want to fight against people who claim to be Muslim, but because the zakat is so important, he was compelled to. It teaches us about the importance of zakat. But oftentimes people will delay this or not give it its due because money is something that's very dear to the nafs and people don't like to let go of it. And that's precisely why it's a test. This brings us to the next point, Allah's promise of increase. When you reflect on this, you realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is more generous than we can possibly ever imagine. Think about the act of the zakat. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us from nothingness and He is our Lord. We owe everything to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In addition to that, He's the one who gave us wealth. He's the one who provides us with all the blessings that we have. Then He commanded us to give the zakat. But in addition to that command, Allah could have said, give the zakat and that is what you owe of gratitude to your Lord for having provided for you. But after commanding to give us zakat, he then promises us a reward from him, Jalla Jalalu. Look at how generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. Allah says in the Quran, مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ كَمَثَلِ حَبَّةٍ أَنْبَتَتْ سَبْعَ سَنَابِلٍ The example of those who spend their wealth in the cause of Allah is that of a grain that sprouts into seven ears of corn. So you have one seed, and it grows into seven ears of corn. Each one of those ears has 100 grains. And Allah multiplies the reward even more so to whoever He wills. For Allah is all bountiful, all knowing. And what that means is, even if you give a little bit of wealth, in the way of Allah, a little bit of zakat or charity, Allah can make from that charity, that zakat, the, the reward multiply and grow, just like we see grains and seeds and fruits grow in the sensory world. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that He will multiply the reward and He might even multiply it even greater beyond that, more so through his generosity and grace. In addition to the promise of reward, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also tells us that he's going to increase our wealth when we pay zakat. Because one of the meanings of the word zakat is to cultivate and increase something. So when you give zakat, he increases your wealth. And the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَا نَقَصَ مَالٌ مِنْ صَدَقَةٌ Wealth is not decreased by charity. Imam al-Sha'rani, rahimahullah, he tells a story of Sheikh Jamal al-Din, this righteous man, who was once walking and he had 40 silver coins with him. And he met another righteous man who was poor. The poor righteous man, he wanted to teach Sheikh Jamal al-Din a lesson about how Allah increases wealth when you give for his sake. So he asks Sheikh Jamal al-Din for a silver coin. So he gives him one silver coin. Then the righteous man, he asks Sheikh Jamal al-Din for another silver coin. And he gives it to him. He asks him for another one. And another. And he keeps going on until Sheikh Jamal al-Din only has one silver coin left. And then the righteous man asks him for that final silver coin. And Sheikh Jamal al-Din says, I actually need this coin. I need this money. But shortly thereafter, he regretted, he regretted withholding it. So then he offered it to the righteous man who at that point refused. And the reason he refused is because the entire time he was teaching Sheikh Jamal al-Din a lesson. So he ended up giving the poor man 39 silver coins. 
Later that day, a man comes to Sheikh Jamal al-Din and he says, your father gave me a loan and I have come to return it. He gave me 40 gold coins and I have come to return the debt that I owe him. But unfortunately, I only have 39 gold coins. So relieve me of the responsibility of paying back the last gold coin. And then Sheikh Jamal al-Din, he understood the lesson. He gave away 39 silver coins. And the man came to pay back a debt that he wasn't expecting. And he gave him 39 gold coins, which is worth more. So this shows us how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings about an increase when you give for his sake. This brings us to the final point, giving zakat out of love. These acts of worship, they're meant for us to really reflect on Allah's mercy and generosity. You shouldn't just go through the actions, but you really have to think about what these re divinely revealed devotions are meant to do to your heart. And one of the wisdoms of zakat is that it helps you become less attached to worldly things. That your heart was created to love, but it's not meant to love the invaluable things of this world, but rather is created to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So zakat is a test of love. And people naturally love their wealth. They might say, I earned this, I worked hard for this. But we're called to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then we have to prove our love. Which do we love more? Our wealth or the one who gave us that wealth? And who gave us, in addition to wealth, gave us every other blessing that we have. Many of those blessings are even greater than wealth, such as good health, for example. A person who has a debilitating illness would give everything away just to be restored to good health. So when we give the zakat, we are proving that we prefer Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and love Allah and His Messenger more than the wealth and the things of this world. Imam al-Sha'rani then says, it is incumbent upon the servant of Allah to give the wealth Allah has commanded him to out of love for his Lord, the mighty and majestic, not for any compensation in this world or the next. Now, naturally, we want to seek a reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and there's nothing wrong with that. But Imam al-Sha'rani is calling us to the highest degree to aspire beyond that, to do these acts of worship out of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, not for any compensation. It's a very high level that we should aspire to. And what that teaches us is that we should feel privileged to give the zakat. We should feel happy to give the zakat. And when we do so, we do so hoping for Allah's good pleasure and love in return. Which brings us to the call to action. If you're eligible to give zakat, make sure to save the date in your calendar when it's due. And remember, it's due on the Hijri date. So you might have to say it's due on the first of Ramadan or it's due on the first of Rajab or whatever other time of the Islamic calendar and make sure that you never forget that date and that you record it and write it down so that when it comes up, 
you remember to pay the zakat. And when you do pay it, be happy when you are giving it. And when you do so, you will receive a much greater reward with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah to make us of those that He loves, to make us of those who engage in these devotions and these acts of worship, understanding their wisdom and blessing and beauty, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings us closer to Him and allows us to be people who reflect the beauty and the perfection of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Ameen ya rabbal alameen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.